Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today, we're talking about the stock market volatility we've experienced over the past week. In two days, we saw the market averages of equities lose 5% of their value. Wealth creation is about wealth preservation. So here's the fundamental question. Do you want to be a sprinter or a marathon runner? There's no question that over 100 meters, the sprinter is the fastest. But life isn't a sprint. Life is a marathon. You can't sprint a marathon. In the short term, you can make more money in the stock market, but you can also lose more money. Why? Because it's more volatile. I'm not someone who would ever tell an investor directly what they should do with their money. And in the past 10 days, we had an investor decline to participate in one of our projects, deciding instead to put their money in the stock market. Of course, that's a personal decision. If putting money in the stock market is right for you, then by all means, that's what you should do. I can say what I would do with my money. There was a time when most of my free cash was in fact in the stock market. That was many years ago. In fact, I spent many years actively managing a stock portfolio. Investing in the stock market was an integral part of growing up in my family. My uncle, Peter Trevis, owned a seat on the New York Stock Exchange. That was before the New York Stock Exchange was a public company. Each seat on the exchange gave you the right to trade on the floor of the exchange. Owning a seat on the exchange was essentially a license to print money. And consequently, I was immersed in the culture of investing in stocks and bonds from a very early age. Over the years, I experienced a tremendous amount of stock volatility. There was the stock market crash of October 1987. The market lost 15% of its value in about a week. And there was the dot-com insanity of the late 1990s. At that time, I was holding stock options in my company, Tundra Semiconductor, which we had just taken public. Those options had a market value of close to $3 million. I was too foolish to know the difference between paper assets and tangible real assets. In the end, the vast majority of that paper wealth evaporated. I could have easily paid off the mortgage in my house back in 1999. In fact, I probably could have purchased somewhere between 15 to 20 properties in cash. Had I done that, most properties would have a current market value today somewhere between 8 and $10 million. That was a very powerful and painful lesson. History has continued to repeat itself in the stock market. There have been corrections in 2001, 2003, 2008, and each one of these has reaffirmed the idea that the small independent investor has no real control over their stock portfolio. The event that cemented that idea of no control was when the CEO of my company went on Jim Cramer's TV show back in 2004, and he said things to the public that did not match my perspective of what was going on within the company. In fact, he was really not being truthful with the public at all. One scandal after another continues in the stock market. Even Elon Musk's recent tweets have caused huge problems for Tesla for himself and for his investors. A lot of people lost money on the volatility created by these statements. And certainly, Elon Musk and Tesla paid a huge price for these missteps. As sponsors, the information provided to the public and investors has to be accurate. Now, of course, in reality, you can experience poor quality communication in any domain, not just public stocks. The quality of the end result will depend on the quality of people involved at the core of the venture. The challenge in the stock market is to determine value. What is Apple stock really worth on a per share basis? What is Amazon truly worth? What's Tesla worth? If I give you an ounce of gold, the value of that may fluctuate a little bit from week to week, but we can say pretty clearly what it's worth now. 
So back to having control. When I purchase a piece of real estate that's at a deep discount to the market, I feel like I have control. I know how to create value with new construction or repositioning of a building, and I know within a pretty narrow range what that property is going to be worth when fully completed and stabilized. When you experience that level of control, it's possible to generate income at will. It's possible to generate wealth at will. It's all about having control. If I buy Apple stock, I have absolutely no idea what it will be worth in a month or in a year. Who would have thought that General Electric would no longer be part of the Dow 30 Industrial Average? And yet, here we are. When I invest in real estate, I have a much better sense of the true intrinsic value of a property and have a much better sense of control in the outcome of the investment. I prefer to run the marathon. Slow and steady wins the race. As you're thinking about that, think about whether you want to change the weighting of your portfolio and where real estate fits into that. Have an awesome day. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.